Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1760. I've already interviewed hundreds of women here on Cars Yeah. You can find all their shows on the Cars Yeah website. March is Women's Month and March 8th is International Women's Day. So here on Cars Yeah, I'm celebrating women in the automotive sector by having conversations with 23 inspiring automotive enthusiasts throughout the month. These are women who are shifting the conversation. Here we go. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Women's Month here on Cars Yeah. Today I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, with a very special guest to lead the way for this very special month by the name of Lisa Boggs. Lisa, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready to release the clutch? Hey, Mark, I sure am. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's a thrill. Now, before I give you a proper introduction, Lisa, what's one little thing that most people don't know about you? Okay, so one thing most people don't know about me but it's kind of fun and I think just speaks to life and how I see just jumping in and taking things on is I had the opportunity, very honored to have traveled a lot, both professionally and personally. And one of the things that I did was I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. Whoa, that's a serious climb. Now, did you have to do a lot of preparation for something like that? You know, I always tell people the greatest thing about that, and I'm I'm a big fan of travel and my, my favorite continent, if you will, is Africa. Uh-huh. Been to multiple countries in Africa. I, I just I really love it. And one of the things I thought would be fascinating would to do that because it's not a technical climb. It's mm-hmm. it's something there are technical parts, but you can truly hike your way up. So the really thing to prepare is you just get out, walk a lot, maybe do some running. You know, just really get yourself centered and ready to go and then have some fun. Have some fun. Wow. How tall is that mountain? It's over 19,000 feet. Whoa. You're almost at 20. Yeah. We have a little mountain here called Mount Rainier that I believe is 14,200, something like that feet. Now, it's a bit technical because it's always got snow on it, which makes things a little bit more interesting. And I've got friends who've hiked that that did a lot of training because you uh, you have to with that kind of a climb. But Kilimanjaro, wow, what an achievement. Congratulations. Thank you. It's just, a, as we say, it's a very long hike. Hey, no kidding. A lot of different, <laughs> a lot of different terrain. You know, you're, you're going to be on the mountain for the better part of a week. Wow. So you got to get used to that and sleep and just whatever you're going to eat. But it's, that is, I, I would definitely call a, a life-changing experience and one that I thoroughly enjoyed and, and has really sort of set the path in a lot of ways just to have a little adventure and, and see as much of the world as possible and just, uh, you know, take that leap of faith every now and then. I've got to think a climb like that would make you feel like, wow, I've done that. I can do pretty much anything. Do they have guides that go with you to make sure you stay on course? Yes, thank goodness, and help you carry stuff and so it's fairly structured for, you know, tourism and uh, a way for them to obviously earn a living mm-hmm. and to show us their beautiful country. Yes. So you've got various huts and some things along the way. And that's important, I think, because you don't want people ruining the 
landscape and leaving garbage and making stuff up and getting off path that yeah. could be very detrimental to the environment. So we're really, we're really a guest there. So yes, you're well guided food, you know, where you're going to sleep. There's they they do an amazing job hosting the rest of the world, quite frankly. So just, a, yes. And, and that is the thing. Once you do things like that, you start to think, okay, I can do this. And not only can I do it, I really enjoyed it. Yes. And What's next? So really amazing. Really amazing. What's next? There you go. Fantastic. Well, let me give you a proper introduction and we'll dive into this career you have. Lisa Boggs is the director of motorsports at Bridgestone America's Motorsports. She joined Bridgestone in 2013, bringing 20 years of a motorsports experience, including advertising, integrated communications, on and off track activation, content development, and crisis management. In her role, Lisa leads motorsports marketing and sponsorship activities for Firestone Racing within the NTT IndyCar Series. Prior to joining Bridgestone, she served as a VP at Edelman Public Relations, serving clients including big ones like IZOD, Shell, Office Depot, Burger King, Dickies, Armor All, and STP. I remember getting those stickers as a kid. They were all over my bikes. Lisa has served as a member of the Board of Trustees of the Motorsports Hall of Fame of America. She's also been a panelist at the Motorsports Marketing Forum, was selected as a member of the Sports Business Journal's 2013 Class of Game Changers, and was named one of Nashville Post's Most Powerful Women in 2014. We'll be back in just a minute to talk with Lisa, but first, a word from our sponsors that make the show possible. Give them a listen. Keep your seatbelts on. We'll be right back. The best way to protect and preserve your vehicles, along with the meanings, memories, and experiences they give you, is with a quality-made, custom-fit car cover from my friends at Covercraft. At Covercraft.com, you'll find a multitude of options, including form-fit, fleece satin, and their unique view shield. Yeah, you can see right through the cover. Need a cover that will protect your rides outside? Quality options include Weather Shield, Weather Shield HD, Weather Shield HP, Sunbrella, Reflect, Carhartt Evolution, and of course, NOAA. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, and watercraft too. Custom-made covers for any vehicle, you can get them from Covercraft. Shield your vehicles from the rain, the snow, the sun's damaging rays with soft, safe breathability dust protective and ding protection and protection from those paint destroying bird droppings live in a windy area covercraft gust guards are a must-have option worried about theft you can get cable locks with their built-in grommets that keep your cover on your vehicle their website makes ordering fast and easy and i'll tell you their talented customer service department they'll walk you through any of your questions you want a deal use the code yeah 21 at covercraft.com and you'll get 10% off your covercraft order thanks to me that's right 10% off simply use the code yeah 21 at checkout i've been protecting my vehicles with their covers since 1975 covercraft protecting the things that move you American Collectors Insurance, that's who now protects my Porsche Turbo. Yeah, the one I call my orange crush. When it came time to renew my policy, my carrier jacked my rates up, even though I'd been with them for years. I'd never made a claim. No tickets, nothing. What's with that? Adios. So I started shopping around and kept hearing about American Collectors Insurance from fellow automotive enthusiasts, friends, and folks in the car industry. I did some investigating and learned that American Collectors Insurance have been protecting collector vehicles since 1976. I'm not a price shopper when it comes to insurance. I want to be able to sleep at night. 
I also want agreed value protection for my special ride. With an agreed valued policy from American Collectors Insurance, I'll be paid what my vehicle's full agreed value is, a number I set with the insurer at the start of the policy so I know there will be no surprises about what my car's value is, should something terrible happen. I shopped around and decided to protect my car with American Collectors Insurance. Give them a call for a quote today at 866-ACI-YEAH, that's 866-224-9324, and protect the ones you love. Make sure you tell them Mark sent you. You'll be glad you did. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. All right, Lisa, we are back. Now, let's go a little deeper into the corner and have you share with us more about your business, your career, what's it all about, and your role and what you do today, the great fun you get to have today. I like to say it's a great way to get the inspirational tires or racing, smoking here on Cars, yeah, so grab the wheel. All right, well, again, thank you for that lovely introduction. It's it's actually really welcome. kind of fun to hear and look back on how incredibly fortunate I've been to have such a great career and now to find myself in the role that I say was the culmination of all those things that you do and you you sort of navigate and see where life and career takes you. So I've been extremely fortunate. So present day, as you said, I work for Bridgestone as director of motorsports and in my role in the short version, I'm involved in everything except I will not be engineering a tire. My colleague, Kara Adams, who you may have spoken with, a wonderful woman. She's my partner in crime, we call each other. She is our chief engineer, and she leads race tire engineering and manufacturing. She and I work extremely closely on the program. She, obviously, engineer by trade, uh, works with an amazing team to make sure the tires we put on track are exactly what the teams need to go out there, not think about their tires, and run a great race. So that's sort of point one. So we work together. Underneath what I do, we look at it in two categories. One is the activation side. So that's everything from what you see at the track when you see signage to when you see the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg, you know, working closely with what that's going to look like with uh, the Green Savory Promotions team, working closely with the series, the drivers, the team, on any and everything that relates to the marketing and the communications and just the management of the business overall. Mm. Also work closely with the group, and I've got a team of three folks in Nashville on the operations side. And again, that involves everything related to getting tires to the track. How many tires? What do we need? How are we monitoring the tires? All the way from when they leave where they're built in Akron to they get to a track and then they get back and then eventually they're disposed of. That whole life cycle. So in short, it's really two sides. Again, operationally running a race tire business and then the activation side, which is that marketing, communications. And there's a lot of pieces and parts under both. But that gives you a fairly good idea of a broad stroke, and uh, it's it's really great because it does allow me to work with um, a lot of people across the enterprise at Bridgestone right. who leverage the platform and work really closely with the group of engineers in Akron as well as the family that is IndyCar. So it, it's really terrific. 
massive amount of collaboration with a lot of people, a lot of things, a lot of activities, which is a great leading to my next question about an inspirational person or mentor in your life. Would you share driving aspirations with a key mentor, someone that's really helped you be successful in your life? Who was that person and what do they mean to you? Yeah. So to go back on your first part about, you know, really collaborative, you know, they talk about racing as a team sport. It truly is. So you really collaborate and you work with a lot of people, but within that, each person brings who they are to the table and works at what can they contribute. And for me, really the person, when I think about it, that was the most inspirational and a mentor was my dad. Wow. Because he's the one that taught those fundamentals that no matter what business you go in, it's about how you present yourself and how you show up and who you want to be in those situations. You can really only decide who you want to be, what your actions are, how you want to address a situation. When you are asked to do something, you think about it, you respond. Who do you want to be? How do you want to show up and work hard? This is not a nine to five type job. None of the jobs I've had are. And that really was, it's fundamental no matter, no matter what you do. You know, it's a key question and a wonderful question that your father shared and taught you is who do I want to be and understanding that perception. You think about a lot of people these days, they don't really think that through very well before they speak or act in many ways. Do I really want to be like that? Is that who I really want to be? And I would say that it's so valuable that you obviously have been able to carry that through with what you do. How have you specifically applied that lesson into your career today? The main thing is trying to take that one minute and really think about its combination of responding versus reacting as Uh, one example. Yeah. Looking at a situation with empathy and putting yourself in their shoes. It's really thinking about how would you want to be on the other side of this? And quite frankly, we've all made mistakes. We've all not done this well. And it really reminds you, wow, that did not go. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you, you really just have to learn from what perhaps didn't do in the past. And the other thing I find is as you're working with groups of people, it's equally important to watch and learn what folks do that you want to emulate and equally what you think, wow, I need to be careful that I don't do that as I see it outside. Yes. Because oftentimes when you're in the middle of it, you really have all good intentions or you just feel strongly about something in the moment. But really that benefit of having seen someone else and think, yeah, that's, that's not going as I'm sure they would <laughs> like it to. Yes. Or that maybe they just don't understand the perception. And then it's just really being honest, getting feedback and being open to feedback and that bit of self-awareness in a situation. Yeah, my late father-in-law taught me that valuable lesson. He was a 33-year Marine and commanded a lot of troops and had to deal with a lot of issues, served in Vietnam several times. And I remember being with him in situations where maybe I might have flown off the handle or reacted too quickly, and he always practice something that reminds me of Stephen Covey's Seven Habits, Habit Five, which my listeners have heard this ad nauseum, but bear with me, listeners. First, listen to understand, then speak to be understood. And he always did that and took a moment. You could see him thinking about how do I want to respond to this to get the kind of reaction or help that I need in this difficult situation. So sometimes just taking a step back, a breath, a thought, 
before you react. So you come across the way you want to come across versus flying off the handle, I guess, is the way to put it, right? Yeah, it's it's hard to do. Yes. It sounds so much easier than it is, and everybody has varying degrees of it, myself still included, where it's just sometimes that one moment to just think through it. It's not easy, but if, if it's something that you're cognizant of and continue to work on, just like everything else, we're always a work in progress. Yes. I do believe that's that's a good lesson and something that no matter what you do and what point you are in your career will always be beneficial. Yeah, there's a great quote. We are always a work in progress. There you go. Absolutely. How would you advise other women who would like to go in a career like you've had? The main things really are, there's a certain step process that is definitely one to consider, you know, going to college, getting that education, getting a sense of what you may or may not like, just some, some basics in those, you know, four or two or six or eight years are instrumental in just taking that step from home and high school to real life, managing projects, having to juggle some real fundamentals, as well as maybe starting to dip into what you think you might do. I was a marketing communications major. I'm somebody who in college knew the basics of what I wanted to do and have pretty much stuck with that. Mm -hmm. So step one, step two, work hard and just keep your eyes open and take opportunity, look for opportunity, meet people and don't be afraid. Just be who you are what is the worst thing that could happen is a sentence that to this day, I really believe in. Mm. What is the worst thing that could happen? If you can live with whatever that is and it's not awful or harmful or unsafe, uh-huh. take a chance, reach out, ask the question. The job I have now is actually a great example because I knew the gentleman, uh, Al Spire, wonderful. He's, he's really a lot of the reason that Firestone got back into racing he, along with our current global CEO, Shui Shibashi, who's a very strong proponent of IndyCar and art history in IndyCar, for example, mm-hmm. Al was retiring. Nowhere in my head, he was an engineer by trade, I'm not, was that I could do this job. But there was a mutual connection, a gentleman that worked at an advertising agency I used to work at. He saw the connection and reached out to a mutual friend. Nice. So here I am. Seven, almost eight years at this job later in a job that at face value that I don't know that I would have gone for without that extra connection made. Nice. So you just don't know. Right. Um, yeah. And it's wonderful. So I think it's really just looking around, being aware and being open to what you want to do. And man or woman doesn't matter. Right. What do you want to do? What are you good at? And work hard. And I know some of that's cliche, but it's cliche for a reason. Yes, it works. Because <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. It is, yes. absolutely. Funny how, that, funny how that happens, Mark, isn't it? Well, I like to say there is not a lot of luck in life. I like to say that, and you use the word fortunate versus lucky in life, that uh, being lucky really is uh, seeing the, those opportunities and being prepared for them and then taking that opportunity when it comes along and not missing uh, the Correct. what could be the obvious, sometimes not so obvious, but look at where you ended up. So brilliant. I love it. Preparation. Yeah, preparation. Yeah. What has you excited and fired up about working at Bridgestone America's Motorsports today? Well, first, I'll take this in two parts. First, as a company, Bridgestone is is a fantastic 
company. They are routed in long-time beliefs and what the essence of the company is, which are grounded in essentially serving society with superior quality, integrity and teamwork, creative pioneering, solutions, solutions for your journey is currently what Bridgestone is about. To me, all those things are important Mm -hmm. and those things come through every day when you work with an amazing group of people. They really are. It really is family. And that's part of why I loved working NTT IndyCar series. It's like family or like a big traveling carnival. And this is a, (laughs) it's like passionate, smart people. Well, that's what makes Bridgestone Bridgestone. They're going to put the best tires on the road and on the racetrack bar none. So there's a commitment and a genuine care concern for the world, Mm -hmm. as well as for the customers, as well as for the teammates. And it's, it's a really terrific place to work. I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it sounds like it. Is there a favorite aspect of what you do day to day that really stands out for you? It's the fact that no two days are really alike. And my whole career has been jobs like that. So for two of the jobs I had were working at large global agencies, marketing, communications in Leo Burnett and Edelman. And what's actually really interesting, and when you think about careers is, both of those agencies are currently Bridgestone agencies. So that's a little other tip we'll go back to. You know, you just never know, like, what's going to come around and what things will eventually. It's a very small world. Right. So it really is. And what experiences along the way will get you to that next place. So for me, in terms of what I'm doing and seeing is it's this. And then I had two things that were more straightforward racing. So it's really I've always worked with very passionate people. Again, not nine to five businesses. And I find for me that that's what I like. No two days are the same. You one day are out at a track and at a race, which a lot of people are watching. The next day you'd be in an office and maybe doing a presentation to our CEO. It's just a wonderful mix of what we get to do to bring really these tires to put on Indy cars and hopefully have a good show for fans and also help you know, with Bridgestone's business objectives. Sounds like a lot of fun. Let's take a short break for our sponsors. When we come back, I've got a bit of a challenge question for you. So keep the seatbelts on. We'll be right back with Lisa Voggs. Did you know that less than 3% of all automotive technicians in the United States are women? You may not be surprised, but you should be concerned because our country is facing a massive technician shortage right now. Skilled, qualified techs are in high demand And we need young women and men to consider these careers as a viable path to a fulfilling life. I've interviewed hundreds of women in the automotive sector here on Cars Yeah, and I know that women make great techs. That's why I support the nonprofit TechForce Foundation and its Women Techs Rock initiative to ensure women see themselves in the profession, the industry, and the workforce. Learn more at techforce.org today. Crash jewelry is handmade from the metal of luxury cars while preserving the original factory paint. 
founder Christy Schimpke came up with the idea when she moved her jewelry studio into her husband's Los Angeles auto body shop. After watching beautiful Porsche ultraviolet fenders and Ferrari Rosso Corsa hoods head to the scrapyard, she developed her own unique upcycling process of cutting, bending, and sanding the metal into unique wearable pieces of beautiful automotive art. For Women's History Month here on Cars Yeah!, Crash Jewelry is giving away a special Ferrari Art Deco cuff. The cuff includes an empowering message engraved inside. Enter to win today by subscribing at CrashJewelry.com. Plus, Christy is offering Cars Yeah listeners 10% off in March when you use the code Cars yeah at checkout. That's CrashJewelry.com and use the code Cars yeah today. And don't forget to follow Christy on Instagram at Crash Jewelry. All right, Lisa, we're back. What's been one of the biggest challenges or obstacles you've had to overcome uh, in your career? Probably the biggest obstacles uh, were things were within myself about making sure I believed I could do it Mm. and then moving ahead and doing it. I really have been lucky. You know, I thought about this. I don't think I've had really obstacles per se where you might have had you know, there's not a lot of jobs or, you know, it was hard uh, as a woman, which is what people tend to think. And I have not found that. What I have found is just really making sure you just believe, believe in what you're doing. Take chances is probably one of the biggest and just know you can do it. That's probably the biggest thing. And, And really just Meeting, you know, meet people along the way and keep your keep your eyes and ears open. You touch on an important thing here is the obstacles within ourselves. Most of the time, we are our worst enemy. Uh, that negativity, fear creeps in. My dad used to call fear an acronym for false evidence assumed real. Oh, that's so perfect. That's so perfect. Yeah, when it's not, it sounds like we both had great fathers. Uh, what when you think about overcoming those self doubts, those self inflicted roadblocks, potholes, whatever you want to call them in the car world. Can you maybe share one little tip of how you've overcome some of those when they start to creep into your mind and block your vision? I try to remind myself that it's exactly what you just said. It's not, don't make it the reality. You don't want a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. You just need to take the chance. I mean, again, what is the worst thing that's going to happen? So you, you go for that interview or you go for that job or, again, in this position, when a friend of a friend reaches out and says, hey, you know, what do, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. And your first inclination is, oh, let me see here. I'm not this, this, or this, which is what the prior individual was. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, maybe they're looking for something different, which, as it turned out in my case, it was the perfect fit for the next chapter of the program. Yeah. But you have to you have to take that leap and investigate it further and ask and ask those questions. Yep. Take that chance. Are there some things you still want to accomplish in your business life? So many things. <laughs> so really, you know, it's been interesting. The last year has been, I think, for everybody, a time to really reflect, pivot be nimble. So many things we've had to look at life differently. And so at some level, very focused on now. I have a lot of work to do. We have a great program. 
uh, our IndyCar program, we actually extended through 2025. So nice. I've got the benefit, uh, which is terrific. Yes. And so I've got the short-term view. How do we work with all the stakeholders, IndyCar teams, drivers, promoters, and make sure we've got a great 2021 season in the short term? And at the same time, you know, what does the future look like? Both in the NTT IndyCar series, so much opportunity, so much momentum. Roger Penske and his team coming in now running both the Speedway and the series was just an absolutely perfect timing. If you really think about that, it was great in and of itself. And it was really important in the face of the pandemic Yes, to make sure we got through that and continue to do so. I had had a chance to work with them when I worked for Philip Morris in the Marlboro Team Penske era. So uh, I, besides learning a tremendous amount watching how they operate, the best learning bar none, it's really been amazing to see that in action in such a difficult time and the confidence that instilled. Yes. So I've got the short term and then you've got that long term growth. And additionally, we really look across Bridgestone, you know, we're always looking at evaluating opportunities in the motorsport space to show and demonstrate how great our tires are. We yes. make great tires, Firestone brand, Bridgestone brand, you know, what are some of the other opportunities out there that we may want to look at? So there's a lot, a lot to be done. So excited about it. And again, right now, the focus is just, we've got this season, we have NTT through at least 2025, we're building a new race tire facility to build tires in Akron, same place they're built, just a new building. Nice. So much opportunity with the series. So a lot to be done, a lot still to be determined. And, uh, you know, we'll just sort of take it one day at a time. What are some of the positive ways that you enjoy helping others in the automotive world? One of the biggest compliments for me, I find, is when somebody wants to ask your opinion, advice, a question. How did you handle this? Uh, I saw you did this. I'd like to talk to you about that. Or I learned this from you. Mm. For me, it's just being open and available, providing honest feedback, being somebody that people want to ask questions and know that I will give them an honest answer and always have an open door to help them. That for me is the most, and it always has been the important thing. Yeah. And, and to this day, it's just really putting yourself to, to be there and to an, answer honestly. I mean, that's one of the great things is, you know, you, you build a career and you go through life. And as we get to this point in a career is the benefit of everything that we've done and learned good and bad. Mm-hmm. And to be able to share that, it's hard when you're in the moment, but if you tell someone something and it triggers and you've got some empathy for what they're going through, empathy is so important. Yes. And understanding the situation, for me, that's that's what I I really find to be important. No doubt you've had many high points in your career and your life so far. Is there one in particular that stands out that you're most proud of? Not one. It's the totality. <laughs> really, it's the totality of going from one day, you know, I'm, I'm at an, an amazing ad agency, and then I'm working on a great client in Philip Morris, and I'm standing at Michigan Speedway, and I'm there because, again, we're working on sort of the marketing and what the client does and how do we use racing, and I these cars come off of, you know, 
four to go across the start finish line to take the, to take the green. And suddenly I'm like, I could, this is wow. You know, like, and I remember in that <laughs> I, moment, how did thinking, I get here? <laughs> wow. And I'm meeting all the people and I'm watching what's going on. And there was just, and you know, this as you talk to people, I, I don't think what I, what anybody does is particularly what we do. You either really are in and love it and are passionate about it, or you just can't do it. Right. Like you can't beat a track as long as we are. You can't go through losing drivers and managing that. What we have to deal with is quite an extensive and broad spectrum. Yes. And if you're not somehow it's in your gut and in your heart, it's not going to go well. If it is, you feel like the luckiest person in the world to be able to do this for a living. And so that, that was really me. It was that moment. And then I just, I raised my hand when Philip Morris was looking for somebody to do the comms, the PR role with Alan Sir Jr. Mm-hmm. Back, this is late, mid-90s, late-90s. I raised my hand and said, hey, give me a chance. Yeah. And so I went from the agency to work for the client. And it's just those things along the way. And then you just kind of keep building from there. You know, what do I need to do next? What experience do I need? You just have to make those decisions. Sometimes they're scary. Yeah. You know, leaving the comms job to go to Edelman was a little scary. But it was exactly what I needed to be now prepared for this job. Yeah. So. (laughs) One step at a time, as you said earlier. One step at a time and just, you know, really, sometimes it's a little, sometimes it is a little scary. And if you see a moment, like when I was at the track, never did I follow IndyCar. That's what's funny about this. I didn't grow up a race fan. I didn't. It was just in a moment, I saw something and met some people and learned about a new world that I found very interesting. And then gave it a try. And here I am to this day. And here you are. Just give it a try. We'll take another short break. We come back. We'll talk about the ultimate drive. So keep the seatbelts on. We'll be right back. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. Join Linkage. Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. All right. Now, Lisa, if you could go for a drive with anyone in the world, this would be somebody that is uh, in the automotive world, maybe. Maybe it's a race car driver. I don't know who it might be. No, this could be somebody that's living or someone maybe who's passed that you'd like to, to join up with. Who would that person be and what kind of car would you be in? Would it be on the racetrack or would it be a drive in the country? So I am very lucky that my answer to this question is something I've actually done. Cool. So cool. So I had the chance to go in the IndyCar two-seater oh. around the Indianapolis Motor Speedway with the one and only Mario Andretti. Holy cow. So what was that like? Un believably fantastic, wonderful, and everything that anybody who 
would ever think how fantastic it would be, it was that fantastic. <laughs> it's Mario. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I had a chance to do some laps around the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So you've got the most iconic track. Right. With the greatest driver, arguably, of all time. Wow. Uh, in an ama- The two-seater is amazing. Yep. And there I am. So I have actually been able to live that dream. And it's, to this day, one of the greatest things I've ever had the chance to do. And he, he is as wonderful as a person, if you haven't had the chance to meet him, as he seems. Nice. Great storytelling, loves to drive, just an amazing person, and one that I'm lucky to have gotten to, to know. That particular car, you're sitting behind the driver, is that right? Correct. Yeah. I was at Ferrari's uh, Clienti program, and I was wandering into the back room, and they had all these past Ferrari F1 cars, and they had a couple two- and three-seaters back there where people would sit on each side of the driver like pods. And I went, I've never seen anything like that before. And one of the guys just kind of smiled and said, yeah, that's something special for some giving people some rides. Uh, but I can't imagine, yeah, jumping into that cars. Now, being with having done this with Mario, is there a specific question you asked him before you call, crawled into the back of that thing and, and uh, essentially put your life in his hands? It's Mario. You don't you care. You just get in. <laughs> you just do Because it. it's Mario, yeah. and you're pretty sure if anyone's going to be fine, it's him. Yeah. So in this case, um, no. I just was like, let's let's have some fun. And the really fun thing is, you know, to this day, Mario, I'm convinced, and he probably could get in a car and probably run a race. I mean, he's very serious about the two-seater. Like, there was specific tires. We had a specific, by I think, third passenger is good because he's had enough time in terms of getting things warmed up. Like, he's very serious. He's serious about this. So... You know, we talked a little bit about that, but no, he, it was just, it's such an amazing opportunity. So I, I did have my ultimate drive, if you will. And I think it's going to be impossible to beat that. <laughs> I've been in, so. I really do. I, I think I've been in, you know, just passenger cars with a lot of the drivers I've worked with. Um, and it is kind of fun. Uh, and sometimes not because they want to scare you and they think that's really funny, but no, it's, it's listen, anytime you get to be in any vehicle, with a Mario and Al Jr. and Elio, you know, name it. It's it's a pretty fun experience. No kidding. I'll make sure you listeners, you'll be able to see pictures of that ride that Lisa took on her Cars Yeah show notes page on the Cars Yeah website. You can go and take a peek at that. Uh, I think you can see the smile through her helmet. That's for sure. Is there a book you'd like to share with us today, Lisa, that you've read that you found really valuable? Well, it's such a great question. I tend to read nonfiction, mm-hmm. but uh, the book Untamed, a recent book by uh, Glennon Doyle was recommended to me, and I really enjoyed it. And as far as something you can glean something from and hold on to that actually more reinforces a lot of actually what we've talked about, I found the core of that book, which is basically, it's okay to be who you are. It's okay to go against the grain. You need to speak your truth. You really just need to understand who you are, embrace it, and go for it. You don't have to be who people think you should be or the life that you should have. I mean, I'm a perfect example of that. Long career, doing my own thing, focused on work. I run, I'm a director of motorsports at at Bridgestone for IndyCar. I mean, it's so nothing that would be the box that people would think, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's genuinely me. 
And so I think it's just really always remembering you don't have to be what you think others think you should be or society tells you. Just embrace who and what you are and, and enjoy it. Great book recommendation. I'll remind you listeners, there's over 1,800 books on the Cars Air website recommended by my inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and I made it really easy for you to get your hands on. One click, boom. All right. Could you share with us maybe uh, a parting thought, a positive thought, some kind of guidance you might offer somebody out there in the world before you rip off down the track again with uh, Mario Andretti? Really, I think it's a lot of what we've talked about, that there's a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of things that you may want to do. There's a lot of things and reasons that might feel like you can't, but just go for it. Just remember that litmus test. What's the worst thing that could happen? And no matter what that set of circumstances that you might think, well, you know, this was this, or, oh, I can't do this because I've never seen that. That's not true. And now more than ever, we're seeing that shift in society. You can do and be who you want. No. Are we all going to turn around tomorrow and, and be Bill Gates? I'm not so sure. But if you find things important, if you want to get into science, if you want to get into motorsports, if you want to strive to achieve that kind of success, you can do it. Yeah. And I know sometimes people struggle with, well, I really want to be an IndyCar driver, but that's almost impossible. Well, yes, it's difficult, but give it a try. Yeah. You know, give, give whatever you want to try. If that doesn't work, you can always add to something, something else, but just don't let thoughts that may or may not be true stand in, in the way. Yeah, absolutely. What's the worst thing that could happen? From the words of the Lisa. The worst thing that could happen. From the lips of Lisa Boggs. Yeah, great inspiration. What's the best way for people to keep up with you and Bridgestone and Firestone and uh, all the things you're involved with? So if uh, the folks listening, we'd love them to have us join on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Firestone Racing. Lots of great information leading into the season what's going on during race weekends, really hope folks tune in, uh, watch on TV. It's going to be great at the Indy 500. There's actually um, a new team, Peretta Autosport with Beth Peretta. Yep. So it's the first team owned and run uh, by a female. Uh, Simona Di Silvestro will be will coming back. An amazing list of drivers, past winners, Elio going for four. So there's just a lot of storylines and great things in the IndyCar series in general. And then, as I said, at Firestone Racing specifically, we'll help you know what, uh, what we have going on. And you can always also reach out on those platforms if you've got any questions for us. Love to hear from the fans. There you go. I'll put all these links on Lisa's show notes page. Just go to carsday.com, type in Lisa Boggs, B-O-G-G-S, and you'll find everything right there. Best wishes for a successful racing season for your folks at Firestone and Bridgestone. I think you guys are going to do great this year. I want to thank you for being the lead here for Women's Month on Cars. Yeah, very cool. You're the, the lady out in front, which is great. The first one of 23 I'll be interviewing this month here on Cars. Yeah. So keep your seatbelts on for all the other incredible women coming here on the show. Lisa, thank you for spending some time with me today and sharing your expertise and your enthusiasm and your positivity. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you either at the racetrack or down the road. Thank you so much, Mark. Really an honor and really appreciate you having me on and allowing me to uh, lead this off. The honor's all mine. Thank you. 
Hey, fellow inspiring automotive enthusiasts, did you know if you subscribe at carsdad.com, I'll send you my free filler up book? It's an ebook filled with fuel, filler fun, and inspirational quotes from past guests here on Cars Yeah. Plus, you'll get a weekly wrap-up email from me every Friday, and your name will be in the hat for one of the many free giveaways here at Cars Yeah. Simply go to CarsYeah.com and click on the free book button, and boom, you're in the club. And don't forget to subscribe to Cars Yeah on your mobile podcast app, and you'll get the Cars Yeah show delivered right to your mobile device every day, absolutely free. Inspiring automotive enthusiasts, that's what we're all about. Here at Cars Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.